the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Trying to say, baby. He's trying to say, oh yeah, it's business time. It's business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Ooh. It's business. It's business time. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Next you know, we're in the bathroom. Big day for the economy. Uh, I see at least three big stories out there. How are you, Dr. Jeff? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? Good. The first big story I see, tell me if it's a big story or not, the economy grew at an anemic two-tenths of a percent pace in the first quarter. Is it a rerun of last year where we start off weak, we finish strong, or is this the beginning of the end? It's, It's a rerun of every year for the last five or six years. We've had you know, relatively bad first quarters and then, you know, stronger second, third quarters, somewhat, you know, all right fourth quarters, and then the cycle continues. You know, there's really no rhyme or reason for it. You know, there's going to be a lot of people blaming weather conditions. You heard a lot of people blaming the port strike. You know, these are transitory problems, but the fact of the matter is, you know, Economic consensus values have been, you know, overestimating actuals for quite a while now, meaning we've had a lot of negative surprises. And this was just one of them, you know, just a continued poor performance, you know, as the consensus, you know, fails to see that um, the economy isn't as strong as they believe. Anything else that we need to hit on the GDP? Do you expect the numbers to be revised higher in the next two months or too early to tell? It's too early to tell. I mean, if you go by past experiences, uh, you know, it'll likely be revised lower. Uh, we won't get a real good idea really until the uh, trade numbers come out. That'll be the big swing factor, I think. And if we see uh, an upward or downward revision, personally, I had trade a little bit stronger than it was. So, you know, that could, you know, if, if my view turns out to be correct, you'd have a, a little bit of an uptick. But still, I mean, we're not talking, you know, growth of 2% after revisions. We're talking growth of, you know, maybe, you know, at best 07 to 1%, which just feeds into the idea that, you know, growth in the first quarter was slow. Talking to Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist at Briefing.com. The second big story that I'm seeing is tied towards housing. And the numbers that we got out today, pending home sales rose 1.1% in March. Inside the numbers that I saw, there appears to be an increase in traditional buyers versus buyers paying cash, i.e. the investors. That's a good thing because it gets people in that home for the long term with the low rates. Um, How did you read the the home sales numbers today? Well, I mean, the pending numbers don't give you too much of insight. You know, it basically tells you that contracts are signed, but you never know if contracts are going to be fulfilled. I mean, the, the relationship now is much better than it was, you know, during the Great Recession. We had a lot of contracts signed that were never fulfilled. But, you know, it's still a point where, 
you know, I, I don't read the the gain as an automatic gain in, in sales. Still, you know, it was, you know, exactly what we expected. Uh, things are improving very slightly. There's still a lot of problems with supply constraints that are preventing growth from uh, really accelerating. There's concerns that if the Fed raises rates uh, in the near term and mortgage rates start increasing, you know, you could have a, you know, a divergence in sales. So it could be that people are rushing into the market today because they're afraid that rates may go up, uh, you know, in the near future, which makes logical sense. So if you put it all together, I mean, it's a good number. Uh, the underlying details are all right. There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't know if it's a, a sustainable gain yet or if it's just, you know, kind of movements as people, uh, you know, try to get in ahead of, of rate moves. So you have to give it a couple more months to see how that plays out. But, you know, right now, the fact of the matter is, you know, sales are getting stronger, not a lot stronger, but slightly stronger. The final big piece of news that is out there today is the Federal Reserve. Does the first quarter GDP numbers give the Federal Reserve reason to say, again, we're not raising interest rates? It'll come, but we're not going to do it yet. Um, how did the two stories kind of merge together? Well, if the Fed is data dependent, the data is clearly not on the side of an increase in rates. I mean, you have low inflation. You know, GDP deflator was, uh, you know, 0.1%, I want to say, today, which is next to nothing. You know, if you look at uh, PCE inflation, consumer inflation, you know, that was negative, which is why uh, the consumption, uh, real consumption growth is actually positive. If you looked at the nominal numbers, nominal GDP is so stripping out uh, the calculation for inflation was negative, meaning consumers spent less this month than they did, la or this quarter than they did last quarter out of their pockets. You know, th those aren't good signs. You know, you're, you're anticipating, you know, some kind of growth somewhere, but it's not in the GDP numbers. I mean, real final sales were negative. You know, really the only thing that kept GDP positive then in the first quarter was inventory growth. Inventories ebb and flow so that, you know, if you get a gain one quarter, you tend to get a negative number the next. So assume, uh, you know, a negative 0 0.8 or so uh, reduction in um, inventories. You know, we're not in a, you know, so-called accelerating cycle where we would expect rates to rise. That said, you know, the Fed's known about these numbers for quite a while. Nothing of this was new, and we were predicting 0.4% growth. The Atlanta Fed has a, uh, an indicator that they release, you know, almost every week called its GDP Now forecast, which uses their own modeling. Now, they claim not to uh, be the actual Atlanta Fed uh, GDP forecast, but I don't understand why they would release it if it's not, and that number was only at 0.1% for Q1, so it's not a surprise to the Fed in any means. So, yeah, if you look at it all, yeah, I mean, this is what we saw. Is the Fed going to react to it? Probably not too much because they've known about it. We've known about it. You know, the market's been known about it. Uh, I think the bigger point is look at inflation trends and look at employment trends, and both of those are still weak. And if you look at that, there's no reason to expect the Fed to move ahead on uh, on a rate hike in the near in the near future. There's a story out there tied towards consumers just saying no to spending gas savings. 
Do you think that was tied towards the winter weather in the first quarter, or do you think consumers are getting better about paying down debt? Or is this just one of those stories that's kind of made up on the fly and uh, Americans will spend their paycheck? Trust me, it'll happen paycheck to paycheck. We, we live. I mean, what we saw is an increase in the savings rate. You know, is the savings rate going to paying down debt? Possibly. Is it going to be held in savings accounts? Possibly. What we know is that, you know, the savings from lower gas prices didn't, you know, go into consumption. And we know that because income increased, but the nominal number of, of spending decreased. So just adding up the, you know, those two factors, you get a, you get a positive increase in the savings rate. You know, I don't like it. You know, you'll have people, you know, say that Americans need to save more. That's possible. You know, you can make that argument. However, if you look at trends based on, uh, you know, asset to debt ratio or income to debt ratio, uh, in in totality, you know, you could have lower savings rate based on what our debts are currently at, based on what our asset wealth is currently at, based on what our income level is currently at. There's no need to have such an increase in savings. So the increase in savings is actually destructive to economic growth. And, you know, that's a problem going forward. How do you have, you know, the necessary income gains in the future if people aren't willing to spend current gains? You know, you have less demand, you have less everything. So, you know, it's not good for the economy. It's not good for what it is. Uh, But you know, reality is consumers saved more. You know, why they did it, I don't know. Should they have done it? Not in my opinion. So I'm talking with Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. Is there anything that you want to tip in as we're down to our final minute, minute and a half? Any extras that you want to throw out there for us? Well, I thought it was interesting today to see that the uh, the German Bund has, has moved quite a bit. The 10-year is now at... Uh, you know, I think 30 basis points, and it's kind of funny. I mean, it, 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 it's a big move in relative terms because we were at uh, 0.5, or sorry, five basis points, you know, only a week or two ago. But if you look at it in terms of, you know, investing, if you invested in the German Bund today, it would take you 231 years to double your money. If you invested it at uh, five basis points, it'd take you almost 1,400 years to double your money. These rates are are tiny. You know, it, it looks big. It's getting a lot of press coverage. But in terms of investment decisions, you know, at 30 basis points, the German boon isn't worth uh, putting your money in. Thanks very much. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com a reliable source of information on domestic and international markets, a full-fledged site with trading ideas, with trending ideas, with technical breakouts, economists, strategists, and much, much more. It's where I start my day every day, briefing.com. We'll take a break here, um, but when we come back on the show, I'll wrap up and try to put some perspective on what's moving and why in the stock market Again, we've seen a little bit of a change into the guard recently and what's working and not working on Wall Street. There seems to be a little bit of a push towards value. Today, it's towards financials. First quarter GDP report you know, should leave the Fed saying, um, we're on hold. But could there be a shocking twist in the statement? There could. It's what makes Wall Street Wall Street. I'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Like a 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.